What is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a good show for you today. Going to be talking about some takeaways from week five. Crazy week, some crazy scoring. So what's up, Brian? How are you doing so far in your leagues? What's up, man? I'm doing pretty well. I uh, <clears throat> It's looking good in a lot of my leagues. Um, I'm actually taking you down, looks like, in one of our dynasties. So that's always nice. Um, so, but most of my leagues are going well, man. I got a lot of shares of Jalen Hurts and Brees Hall coming through for me big time. In one of my leagues, I'm going to 4-1 and with just really Brees Hall at running back. I mean, I started Devin single carry as my RB2, gave me five points. But Brees Hall, just a monster game. Uh, so I, I'm sure we'll talk about him. But life's good right now, man, for the most part. I have a couple of dynasties where it's not looking good. But that's part of dynasty, right? Rebuilding. All right, so let's get into it. So first thing going to be talking about is going to be the old RBs, man. It was a big week for the old RBs. If you look at this top 10 on the week, let me give you some names. Austin Eckler, one. Leonard Fournette, two. Derrick Henry, three. Oh, Derrick Henry, four. We got Brees at three, which is great. Dalvin Cook, five. Nick Chubb, six. Alvin Kamara, seven. Christian McCaffrey, eight. Tevin Coleman. I said that correctly. At nine, Jeff Wilson, 11, Barkley, 12. So, man, Mostert, 14. So, we went outside the top 12. But crazy is good to see those RBs, right? The older RBs performing, right? Finally get a good game from Kamara. That was good to see. I tried to trade for him in one league. It didn't work. Probably going to be too late now. 23 points for Kamara. So, it's good to see these older RBs, man, performing. I'm glad to see CMC, too, keeping it up. I hope he keeps it up all year. It's good to see. Finally, Dalvin Cook also. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that uh, that was one of the questions I kept getting asked in the TikTok live stream this morning is what uh, RBs do you like as buy lows? And Kamara was definitely on this. We said Cook. We said Kamara. Um, we said uh, Henry kind of already popped up. But for sure, Cook and Kamara, their prices are definitely going to go up if you haven't traded for them yet. Um, and Tevin Coleman, man. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know he was on the 49ers. How about that? That's why I thought he was on the Jets. I mean, he literally just flew in from a plane from New York to San Francisco, and they threw him in there. He gets 20 points. It's just crazy. Yeah, 21 points. And cool about it was also Jeff Wilson, man, 20 points. So definitely good to see these older RBs performing. Definitely Kevin Coleman's going to be a top waiver ad, I'm sure, coming up. So now let's transition. We got the older RBs. Now let's talk about the young RBs. We got the rookie RBs, man. Pierce. Continue to do it. You talked about Brees Hall. And also, man, now Kenneth Walker, had he looked good, man. Rashad Penny down, had a, I think it was a fracture, right? He, he fractured his Shin. tibia, the big, yeah, the big bone, man. And it, so they're saying probably, right, season, most likely season ending. So not good for Rashad Penny. So now Kenneth Walker gets a shot. He gets in there, and he does good, man. He had a, He broke off a big run. So Kenny Walker, man, I have him stashed in a couple lineups, and I think it's going to be Kenny Walker season now rest of the way. I agree, man. Kenny Skywalker, you got to go get him. If he's available on waivers, <clears throat> he's you know he has to be the number one guy. If he's available, most of our leagues, you know, he's rostered. I think he's rostered in most leagues. But if he's available, he's definitely the guy I think we'll talk about, at least mention because, um, mm-hmm. like I said, he's probably rostered, but he looked great, man. He's a he's a rookie that has explosion, uh, very can be very explosive, and so he looked great. And just because of the sheer volume now, right? He's going to be in the game with no penny, 
I mean, their other running backs are DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. I mean, it's not, you know, not looking pretty. So if you have Kenny Walker, he's probably a, a start. Uh, he's probably RB2 at the least an RB2. Yeah, he went eight for 88, man. So no targets, but eight for 88 and a touchdown. That's solid, 11 yards per carry. And then we'll go on Brees Hall, dude. Brees Hall did good. He got vultured. He could have had even more points. He was the RB2 or RB3 on the week with 27.7 fantasy points. Gets vultured by two touchdowns. Michael Carter, respectable, was actually, I think it was RB16 for Michael Carter, but it was really just two touchdowns. It was like, he was like 10 for 20 yards, but he got two TDs, man. It was One smoke and mirrors, man. The Michael Carter, and we were watching the game together. We were laughing. <clears throat> you know, uh, Brees Hall, man. I mean, he busts off a 60-yard catch, gets tackled at the goal line, and then they bring in Michael Carter for the touchdown. Twice. I was like, twice. I was like, wow. But Brees Hall, man, this is what was good about Brees Hall. He had 18 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he's a workhorse back. You know, and to see that as a rookie is pretty amazing because he really only had two targets. He had two targets. He caught both passes for a hundred yards, a hundred yards on two passes. I mean, the guy is electric. He's explosive. Um, he's definitely going to be my keeper in our league. We have a redraft where we are allowed to keep one keeper in the round that you draft him. I drafted him in round four, I believe, or five. So he's definitely my keeper. It wasn't three, but. It was probably it was no way it was four. It's a ten-team league. It's a ten-team league. I think it was four. <clears throat> but it's and pretty awesome. He saved me. He's saving me uh, in a lot of leagues because I'm RB thin. I lost Javante in a lot of leagues, um, but Breach is saving me. He's 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 an RB one rest of the season. I think he's going to be top ten. Yeah, definitely. Uh, him and even Damian Pierce, man, twenty six attempts. 26 carries, and then, of course, five targets. That's what we love to see with Damian Pierce. Get you 20 points. So I think Damian Pierce also rest of the way as an RB1. So we'll go ahead and let's get into some other running backs. Let's go to a dud, man. A.J. Dillon, dude. He just keeps on putting, like, single-digit fantasy points. You know, just he's really the, the main difference. I was worried about him in the sense about being, like, a touchdown-dependent Damian Harris, right? And week one, I thought, okay, that was shattered because he came out, he got six targets, I think, week one. Then he comes out, it's pretty much dwindled since Lazard is back, Tanya's back. He's not really getting any targets. It went to three, then two, then two. I don't know what he got this week, but it couldn't have been anything. Maybe I think it was zero. zero. Yeah, so zero this week. So that definitely is just crushing for his fantasy output. So A.J. Dillon, I am worried. I know a lot of people are going to think he's a buy low. They can get him from me if they want. I'm definitely worried about A.J. Dillon long-term, especially without getting the no targets there in Green Bay. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, it's just very interesting. Uh, he's And the thing that has kind of helped him at least give you a, a little bit of points was the goal line work and also the, the rush attempts, right? 10 attempts, week one, 18, uh, week two, week three, uh, 12, week four, 17. But today, only six. Only six attempts and also no passes, no targets in the passing game. So, I mean, it's look, it's looking like it's going to take an injury to Aaron Jones for him to be like that RB1 that we think he that he can be. But the, the workload, the volume is just not there right now. Um, so, yeah, that's what it's looking like. I traded for him. 
Uh, I definitely uh, I'm, I'm a believer in AJ Dillon, but more so in dynasty. Um, I needed a running back. I traded a, a 2023 second for AJ Dillon. Um, so I thought that was a fair deal. And uh, and he's still young for dynasty. So I know we're not really talking dynasty, but if you are in dynasties, I think he's definitely a buy low right now. Maybe not redraft, but I, I still like him in dynasties. Yeah, possibly no Aaron Jones next year, right? So I, I see the appeal, but for this year, if you're competing, man, I definitely don't mind moving on from him. It's just been disappointing. And also they were like ahead, you know? So that was what was kind of concerning too. These guys were ahead you know, early on and it just, it still just didn't get any work really. Yeah. And uh, that's one thing I wasn't sure about because the game was in the morning. So I watched the first half. I think they were up 17, three. And then I I jumped off. I jumped on the live stream for TikTok to answer the start questions and trade questions. So I basically missed the first half. When I got off the stream, I checked my phone and I see that they lost. How did they lose that game? I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, the giants, man, four and one, have to be the worst four and one team in the NFL that I've seen in a while, man. Um, the Jets look better to me than the Giants do, at least for fantasy wise. But Saquon's keeping them, keeping them afloat, man. You got to give quick credit to Saquon and and the coaching staff also, because they don't have any wide receivers there. Yeah. So going into some more RBs, we have J. Rob and Etn, man. I don't know. I was been, you know, we love ETN here. We've been receiving a lot of hate, especially on some of our older videos where we talked about ETN over J Rob, right? And ETN has just really not gotten the opportunities, but when he's had them, he's made some big plays with, he's done a lot with a little, right? And this game pretty much does a lot with a little again. He gets a little bit more work, gets 71 yards, right, with 10 attempts. So 10 carries, 71 yards. Then he gets three target or three receptions for 43 yards. So definitely a solid night, man. And then you got J-Rob, man, gets the same. So J-Rob, 10 carries, 27 yards. Gets the same amount of carries as J-Rob. Gets a lot more yards. Then you talk about targets or receptions. J-Rob gets two, only 12 yards out of it. ETN gets 43 out of three receptions. So I think Etienne slowly but surely is going to start creeping in and getting more and more work from J-Rob, man. That's what it looks like, man. I mean, you know, we've seen two weeks in a row now where James Robinson has basically put up duds um, compared to those RB1s that he had in the first three weeks. He was a top five RB the first three weeks of the season. Last two weeks of the season, 2.9 uh, fantasy points and then 5.9 fantasy points so man it's looking like we you know hopefully we you sold high on james robinson um, exactly what i was thinking yeah. but that's what it's looking like man i mean and, and we'll see um i don't know i mean i like J- james robinson he's a great story um but it's looking like etn is 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 getting more and more snap shares getting the same amount of uh, carries um and etn has always been a great great wide receiver he's a great pass catcher and so if he's going to start getting that also I mean, yeah so now let's get into some wide receivers so a couple of crazy things we got to start i guess we're going to go with wide receivers we got to start off with gabe davis man what in the world i don't know what to do with gabe davis i mean because if you had him if you had gabe davis i'm i want to know how many people started him on the start sit show we said Basically, that he is a must-start this week. We had him starting over a lot of guys, and the reason for it was McKenzie out, 
no knocks, right? He's been losing a lot of targets, man, to McKenzie. McKenzie sneakily in there has been getting a lot of targets. This week, I thought he'd get a lot more opportunity without those two players in. And, man, he really didn't. He only got six targets, but it did not matter. Three receptions. I think it was like 170 yards, two touchdowns. So ridiculous, man. Gabe Davis is just, he blew my mind this week, man. I, I don't know what to do with him. But I know that a lot of people probably sat him based on the last two performances. Hopefully you played him and he got you a lot of points in your lineup. But what do you think about Gabe Davis, man? You know, it's a, it's like you said, man. We really just, you know, I'm puzzled, right? That's the, the easy way to put it is I'm just, I'm puzzled. I don't know. I don't have any shares of Gabe Davis. Um, in a lot of our leagues, he seemed to be creeping up into the fourth, fifth round. Um, in some leagues, even earlier than that. So I don't have a lot of shares of them. Um, I, I got a lot of shares of Diggs. So if I'm getting Diggs, I'm not really getting Davis. Um, I do have him in best balls. And I'll tell you what, I love him in best balls, man. If you have Gabe Davis in best balls, th- that's where you want him, right? Um, but I don't know, man. You you had to take that he might be big play dependent, you know? And I still think that that could be true. I mean, week one, he had four catches. Okay? He didn't play week two. Week three, he had three catches. And the targets is like, yeah, and then last yeah. it was like three. I think it was like three or four week targets. Four, one catch. How many Today, targets? Three, three targets in week four. Today, six targets, three catches. So, you know, it's looking like you know he really is big play dependent. Now those plays are like ridiculous, but I mean, I don't know. Is this going to continue? I mean, it it really is tough. I mean, but you're right. We I, we I had a lot of questions. Gabe Davis. You know, and and a lot of wide receiver twos, and I said because of the situation, I prefer Gabe Davis. No McKenzie and no Knox. I was saying to go ahead and put Gabe Davis into your lineup, flex him um, in most situations. Um, but I mean, he he is going to be like a little bit of a, I don't know, just somebody that he might lose you some weeks. He's definitely going to win you some weeks, right? If you started him today, like I went up against him in a dynasty, he smashed me. Um, but, I mean, if you started him in week three, if you started him in week four, did you lose those weeks with him starting and giving you two points and six points as your wide receiver two probably? Um, so, I don't know, you know. But, I mean, he was great today, so you got to definitely give him credit. Yep, definitely, man. So, I don't know, man. Going forward, it's hard to sit that, man, that type of opportunity and potential, you know. And really, I thought the targets would be, I mean, a lot more. I thought he'd get like 10 targets. That's really what, what the thinking was. But, man, if you would have told me he's only getting six, I thought like, ah, oh, it's probably a decent game, you know. But, man, I think he's like wide receiver one right now. So, just ridiculous, man. Off of three receptions, that is crazy, man. So, transitioning to some more receivers continuing, man. Look at that. Sneakily, Lockett and Metcalf, both in total points, are top 25 receivers. So Geno Smith, man, doing good things with Lockett and Metcalf still. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You know, if you would have told me uh, before the season, we were all saying, everybody was saying that Jerry Judy and Sutton were going to be top 20 receivers or at least top 24, 25 receivers with Russ. And that hasn't happened. Um, You can blame Russ. You can blame the injury on Judy. You can blame chemistry, the offensive coordinator. I don't know. But we're not going to talk about that. But we are going to talk about it is that nobody thought that DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett would be basically top twenty-four uh, wide receivers with Geno Smith. With Geno Smith, I mean, you got to give the Seahawks credit. You got to give um, Geno Smith credit, right? 
they're and they're putting him in good situations, and he's finding these guys. And the targets that these guys are getting, they're getting deep balls down the field. These are not like dink and dunk passes. Tyler Lockett caught a huge like forty yard touchdown. DK's had I think two weeks in a row now with. 40 50 yard touchdown passes so i mean and uh, uh metcalf dropped a touchdown in the end zone that he would that he normally would have got it was a uh, a little slant pass he was open hit him in the hand so he could have had even a bigger game and so could a geno so i mean if you have metcalf if you have lockett they're they're solid wide receiver two options i think they have to be in your lineup depending on you know obviously if you have better wide receivers but I mean, these guys are definitely guys that I'm going to be playing. Yeah, what a steal Lockett was, man. He was like round 10, 11 at least, dude. So right now he was he's wide receiver three on the week. Wide receiver three, and DK is wide receiver 12. So, dude, Geno Smith, we'll see, we'll see how it keeps going, man. But so far it's doing pretty good, man. I think DK now is pretty much a must-start. I mean, it's kind of hard to sit him just – we get a lot of start sit questions questions about DK looking like a must start right now. So we'll go ahead and go into, you know, just in passing, I want to mention it, right? I don't want to say Diami Brown, but Jacoby Myers, dude, he's been solid. Seven for 111 and a touchdown. You know, he's back. So Jacoby Myers also a solid week. And then we can also talk about one person I want to talk about is Rondell Moore. I put Dorch up there because pretty much Dorch season is over, right? Yeah. Thanks, Dorch, for helping us out. Those uh, maybe week two and three, if you played Dorch and you got you the points, thanks. But uh, now it looks like Rondell Moore is going to be the guy. Yeah, pouring out for Dorch. I think I think Rondell Moore was like eight for seventy, kind of similar numbers to kind of what Dorch was getting. Let me see what Rondell Moore was. He was seven receptions for seventy. Yeah, so that's solid, man. So it's good to see Rondell Moore coming back. Right, we had a lot of shares of Rondell Moore. We we really liked him. Right, we got him like with some early mid seconds. Most of our drafts are rookie drafts. So it's good to see Rondell Moore finally, right? Get a little bit of work in there, get some targets, get some receptions. Because he's explosive, man. He can make some big plays. So I'm glad to see Rondell Moore mixing it up in there. Yeah, for sure, man. I agree. And then also the other thing that he does do uh, he, with his speed, I mean, maybe we'll get him in uh, some jet suites and maybe he can get some rushing on the ground too to kind of help us out. So we'll see something to look forward to moving forward but i loved ronda more uh he was a very great uh explosive player coming out of college um just hasn't been healthy that's the biggest thing is he going to be able to stay healthy right he's so small um is he going to be able to last you know health-wise in the nfl and so um but yeah i have still have a couple shares of him in dynasty so uh i'm gonna need him man I'm gonna need him for bye weeks in a couple of leagues that i'm in so hopefully he can keep up this production yep and then we will transition to some more receivers. Another pair of rookie wide receivers, man. Pickens and Pierce. Pickens, another solid performance, man. Six for 80. You like to see it. 14 fantasy points. Then, so no touchdown. He's still getting you 14. I think it was very similar stat last year, last week, right? I think it was very similar. Then you also have Alec Pierce, dude, looking like the wide receiver two there, claiming that spot. Only 59% of the snaps. He gets goes eight for nine, so eight receptions for 80 yards. So 16 points for Alec Pierce, the rookie. So kind of followed up based on last week. Last week he got 12 points, right? Only 40% of the snaps. He went four for six, so he went like four for 80 last week. Goes eight for 80 this week. So 12 points and 16 points, so it's definitely solid to see. Alec Pierce is going to be a very popular waiver wire name 
this the tomorrow basically. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, he was somebody we were talking about after the Thursday night game, uh, and so I definitely think that he's somebody that's going to be on the waivers in a lot of leagues. Um, the Indianapolis Colts really don't have anybody um, in the wide receiver position besides Michael Pittman. So um, he's definitely a guy that I think will start to get more snaps. Um, I think uh, the coach even mentioned that in the, in the press game, um, in the press game conference that, you know, that he's, he's earning snaps with the plays that he's making. He made one catch that was like behind him. It was a really good catch, like behind him. He like turned and caught it. So I think that he's definitely going to be somebody that's going to get more snaps because, I mean, Paris Campbell, I mean, Mike Strawn, I mean, who are these, you know, Doolin, I guess, has, has flashed a little bit. But Alec Pierce is definitely looking like the wide receiver too there. So another person we want to talk about, right, just in passing is Allen Robinson, man. I think it was three for 12 again. He keeps getting like 12 yards, 15 yards. Like, dude, Allen Robinson, I mean, it's it's done. Like, in my opinion, it's done. We get a lot of start-sit questions on Allen Robinson. I'm not picking Allen Robinson anymore. Over, I haven't picked him really since week one over a lot of players. I think he's done, right? He had a good career, but I, I'm done already with Allen Robinson. What about you? Yeah, man. You know, it's uh, kind of funny. I was I was trying to acquire him in dynasties, right? Not in redrafts. I didn't really draft him because we talked about this a lot. But uh, you know, a lot of these older wide receivers, I just didn't draft. I, I liked. Other guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, Christian Kirk, um, Elijah Moore, who uh, I don't know how that didn't pan out well today. But I just liked a lot of the other younger wide receivers, right, where Allen Robinson was going. Uh, and then, uh, but in Dynasty, I, I thought I was trying to get him because I was intrigued with, you know, M- Matthew Stafford and all they have is cup there. But I mean, it just looks bad, man. It looks bad. I mean, that's all you can say. He's done. He's got to be done, man. It's disappointing, but he had a great career. He's probably droppable at this point. I mean, if it was me, like you're telling me, if I'm dropping Allen Robinson for Alec Pierce, I would do that right now. I'll take Alec Pierce. Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I would do the same. So a couple of more, some honorable mentions we're going to talk about. R- Ramondre Stevenson, man. I think Damian Harris got hurt. I think Damian Harris is banged up. Ramondre Stevenson got 25 carries, 161 yards. Ramondre has looked good. He's looking solid, man. He, I think he was like round 10 also. I got him like round 10 in a couple of drafts, maybe nine. So Ramondre, big game from Ramondre. And also Raheem Mostert, man, goes 18 for 113 yards, gets a touchdown, gets one reception, right? Three targets, 19.20 fantasy points. So Raheem Mostert. If you have him, right, enjoy it right now. I would probably be looking to move him, man, to be honest. I'm I'm worried about Raheem Mostert, just similar to Rashad Penny. I don't want to talk about Rashad Penny too much, but I know he took a, a bad injury, right? It was a terrible injury. But, you know, with him and with Mostert, I, I really would be looking to move off of Mostert. I was trying to sell Rashad Penny a couple weeks ago, to be honest. But now with Mostert, I'm a little bit leery also, man. He just He just one of those players that just continues to get injured almost every season. Right, he's a top waiver wire pickup. Sterling Shepard's another one, right? And and they just continue to seems to just get injured. You don't want to say injury prone, but with a few players, it sure seems that way. So I'm if I have Mostert, I do have him in one league. Actually, I dropped him, man. I dropped him this this week. I dropped him because I was thinking like, ah, I'll move on. And man, he just crushed this week. So I would be looking to move on with Mostert. I think I think Chase Edmonds too, right? Is a sneaky little buy right now, right? A lot of people are down on him. 
But if most were to go down, which we've seen many times in the past, right? I would I wouldn't mind having Edmonds for cheap right now. I'll sell him too. Come uh, I said watch me after the show. I'll sell him too. I have him in a redraft league. I don't have him in dynasties, but I have him in a couple redrafts because I liked Edmonds, right? I got him in round 10, 11 as my RB3, 4 in a lot of leagues. Um, but man, he put up like 0.1 today. One carry for one yard, something like that. So I don't know, man. They just obviously they just they're not playing Edmonds. They don't like him. It's probably going to take a bolstered injury for them to give Edmonds some run. Um, or at least to give him a lot more snap, the kind of snaps where I feel comfortable starting him. Okay, so before we close, we have to have you talk about Hawkinson because you were talking about all last week and you yeah. did a victory. So you got to talk about him today. Did he put up a zero, man? He didn't put up a zero, but it was bad, man. It was it was real bad. It wasn't good. Uh, he put up a 1.6. That's what he put up. 1.6. That's so we had bad. four targets, one catch. One catch for six yards, 1.6 in PPR. So, uh, that was pretty bad, man. I mean, I I I thought the I thought the Patriots after that game last week, Bill Belichick is notorious for taking away like the big play option or like just making you uncomfortable. So I thought I didn't think he would have a great game, but I didn't think it was gonna be this bad. But to be fair, the Lions were terrible, right? Jared Goff was under pressure all game. Um, he didn't look comfortable, never got any rhythm, but nobody really Nobody really did anything on the Lions, right? Jamal Williams, who we thought was a RB1, uh, basically he's an RB1 play. I was telling people to play Jamal Williams today, right? He really didn't perform either, right? So you got to give the Patriots credit, man. They had a great game plan, and they just made the Lions look terrible. So we'll see. Hopefully uh, moving forward, Hawkinson will, you know, be better. Um, He did – they did throw to Hawkinson in the end zone. It was intercepted, so – We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that Chiefs game, man. I'm hoping Sky Moore gets in there. We'll see. We'll see if Juju. I think Juju's questionable. So I think MBS yeah. was a little banged up too. So we'll see. I'm hoping Sky Moore gets in there. And Pacheco. I'm excited to see Pacheco tomorrow. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. All right, guys. So that's all we have for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please be sure to give us a like and a subscribe. Search for us also on Apple and Spotify for our podcast. Again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys later.